Good evening, everybody. Colvin Kraus here. It is episode number seven, I believe it is, <laughs> and um, and I I am in the middle of of continuing to build out my spreadsheet in my course to to help people really understand real estate and how to make money in real estate, and I am really friggin' excited because um, I I get the question all the time, or rather the comment all the time that like Colvin, that's great. I'm not a real estate investor. I just want to own a home, like this all this jibber jabber like it doesn't really make any any sense to me it doesn't it's not really that important to me and that is wrong <laughs> so when when i was going to all of the the real estate education events and i was introduced to this um whole spreadsheet way of running your numbers um one of the ways that i realized people were getting screwed um, by by the way people were presenting their spreadsheets to potential investors was like the the numbers that they were putting in were really stretching it and really bare minimum and uh, or you know hypothetical rental situations like oh like if a if a company came and rented it they would probably pay this or well if you Airbnb it you would probably get this and and all those different things. And as I continue to dive into the numbers, I realized like every homeowner should really know about this. And um, really the first real estate book that I read and probably the first real estate book, like 90% uh, of people interested in this space read is Rich Dad, Poor Dad, right? Robert Kiyosaki is for all intents and purposes, one of the founding fathers uh, of real estate investing. And, and this idea of cash flow and assets and liabilities and bold statement i think robert kiyosaki was wrong or at least gray area i'll give him gray area on considering your home to be a liability as opposed to an asset and i have been to countless meetups and events and everything where people quote this and they're like you know they they use it as a way to make themselves feel really smart they're like they ask the crowd who here thinks that their home is an asset? And like a bunch of people raise their hand. Then they're like, you're wrong. You know, Robert Kiyosaki, blah, blah, blah. What's the definition of an asset and a liability? And uh, I have it open here. I'll read it to you. Robert Kiyosaki defines an asset as anything that puts money in your pocket. A liability is anything that takes money out of your pocket. The big mistake that poor and middle class people make, according to Robert Kiyosaki, is spending their lives buying liabilities instead of assets. Boom. I agree, but at the same time, I disagree because it is often referenced, um, I think, incorrectly in talking about the home that you live in. And let me explain why. And again, this is like, oh, I'm really excited about this course and being able to help people understand this because I, I think that there's like generations worth of wealth um, that that's going to get squandered by people not understanding these numbers. So um, right now, in the in the area that I live, you can get a single family home for six hundred thousand dollars. It's not amazing, you know. It's like a three bedroom, fifteen sixteen hundred square foot house, decent area, good schools around. Um, but it's like it's nothing completely elaborate, and there's no suite. And right now, the rental market for these is about twenty seven hundred dollars a month. I just want that to sink in for a minute. <laughs> so based on that, um, if you were to be renting this out, 
your entire payment every month, bam, it's it's gone. It's going into the landlord's pocket. You're paying the landlord's mortgage off for him and you never get any of that money back. It's just 100% money out. But if you turn this around and you own this home, your mortgage is at uh, at a 2.4% interest rate, which is reasonable for right now, and at a 30-year AM and about 10% down. I mean, 20% down has its benefits, but let's just say 10% down. Your mortgage payment is going to be about $2,100 a month. Okay, Colvin, well, that's great, but there's there's more that goes into a property than just making your mortgage, your mortgage payment. I completely agree. So you've got property taxes, you've got insurance, you've got utilities, you've got... Um, You've got a, a repairs and maintenance reserve, which basically no one ever uses. But I'll I'll give you I'll give you the benefit of the doubt that you're doing this. And actually, just as, as an aside, like my bank account, um, it, I actually have several bank accounts, and I just like drip money into them every month for four different things that I know are going to be coming up. Right, so like maintenance or property taxes or all these things and I just slowly drip that in and it's set aside. So let's say that, that you're really prudent and you're using a 5% um, of, of your monthly payments are, are going into that to, to set aside for a rainy day. You know, heaven forbid the hot water tank blow up and you have to pay a thousand bucks. Where's that going to come from? So you're being really diligent. You are still out of pocket every month paying around $2,640. So now you are saving in your pocket. You are putting money, essentially, from the renting to now the owning. You are you are making forty dollars a month, cash in your jeans. Bang! Take that, Robert Kiyosaki. The the magic, though, the magic is that over the course of a year, roughly fifty percent of every payment you make on your mortgage is put into what you could think of as a forced savings account or a retirement account. The the fancy language for it is equity. So that's going towards the equity of your home. You're paying off the principal of the mortgage, the loan. Uh, when the bank partnered with you to buy the home, they paid for most of it and you're just slowly paying them back. So that's something to the tune of $1,039 a month that is being set aside for you. Like, I'm sorry, your your company and the CPP and whatever is not setting that amount of money aside for you every month. Okay, that's awesome. Colvin, all right, that's wonderful. You have a point. Another point. <laughs> on average, on average, and like I, I said during one of the last podcasts, averages suck. They still do. But just to get the point home, Across Canada, the average appreciation year over year, and I'm pretty sure it's the 20-year running average, is like 3% in appreciation, different from market to market. So my local market, the 20-year running average is 5.25% per year that property values go up. So let's just be really conservative. And for the example I gave you, let's use 3% passive appreciation. Again, that's the fancy language we give it. We say passive because you didn't really do anything. It's just that market dictated that your home is now worth 3% more than it was last year. Um, so based on that, that's another $18,000 for the first year. That's another $1,500 per month of just bonus gravy money that has been set aside for you every month. So now we're looking at like $2,500 a month. Now it's not in your jeans, it's in your bank account. 
But I am sorry, this is an asset, and if you can take care of it and manage it properly, so it doesn't like completely degrade and fall into a decrepit state where someone comes and poaches the property from you out of foreclosure, or because yours is now the worst home on the street, like you treat this well, and it will treat you well. This can be the the launch pad or the anchor for your retirement, and I am just I am pumped to be sharing this with people, to help people set the groundwork for that financial foundation for them and their children and their, and their children's children. And like, what happens if, if you do this with more than one property? Like, oh, oh my gosh, I, I can do that. People do this all the time. Like, this is why real estate is as amazing as it is and has stood the test of time in all markets except like Detroit. I don't know what's going on with Detroit, but everywhere else so far, this is why it works. I hope this was really enlightening for you. If there's someone you know that needs to listen to this and needs to get this understanding of like, why are you renting and just wasting all of your money? You can buy a property. You should buy a property. What are you doing? Send this to them. Help get them on board. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks so much. Bye.